Hello and welcome to another episode of Fool's Daily. See, another episode. Told you there was going to be more. And guess who's with me today? Well, yes. hello. Oh, that's not who I was expecting. I was expecting Spooner. It is Spooner. <laughs> no, you're far too cultured to be Spooner. <laughs> it's me, Conrad! Hello! Happy New Year! Happy New Year. Ho, 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 bar humbug. <laughs> now you sound like Spooner. <laughs> that's because I said hum. Are you sure? Or bug. Or both. How are you? I am well, thank you very much. On this sad day of uh, losing another great genius in the musical and creative world. No, I'm still here. Oh yes, we are both still here, for now. But uh, ashes to ashes... We all know Major Tom's a junkie. Yep. Uh, Yes, we're recording this on Monday. Um, David Barry has died. Uh, We're very sad. Wow. Wow. It probably meant more to you than me, because you're of that age. I was, you know, when when he was in his prime, in the mid to late 70s. Well, I would say, you don't think mid, mid to late 70s? Uh, yeah, I wasn't really into music in the mid in the in the mid to late seventies. I had to take my teeth out for that. Mid to late seventies. Try saying that with your teeth in. All right, you show off. <laughs> well, some people would argue you're not into music anyway. Uh, yeah, this is true. Um, given your propensity for prog rock, uh, I like some prog rock, but then I like. Brilliant. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what's current and hip. I like the con- con- I like the cover of by Disturbed of Sound of Silence. That was good. That was pretty good, actually. Yeah, there you go. That's that's happening, isn't it? it I watched is. the voice. You watched the voice. Well, that that isn't hip and happening. My son's. Son's down with uh, your son. Cha- no, see, your son, son is down with the younger. My youngest son's down with Chase from Chasing Status because he's uh, he's worked with him. There you go. See that's see that's pretty good. Um, I met somebody else. <laughs> you met somebody. <laughs> I met Lemmy once. He's dead now as well. Yes. Yes. It's I didn't meet. I didn't meet Cilla Black. So. But she's dead as well. Is she? Yeah. I was just trying to get rid of the the, the fact that when I meet somebody, they die, celebrity-wise. That's probably not true. Oh, well, that's good. Because you met me. Yeah, and you are a celebrity. Well, no, well, I'm not. Well, are you? I'm are not. You? No, no. Because we has, just, been, you know, has been, mate. We stopped recording and, and you know... It just, it's, it just, the people forget us. That's what That's it is. True. It's all about the Joel Henrys now. Yep. He's the man. Uh, and have you seen, you know, like David Barry did many, many times, where Barry reinvented himself, Mr. Henry's reinvented, he spent last year reinventing himself. He's got the, he's now got this new hip, cool, thin, baby faced, 
He was wearing a hip. Yeah. He was wearing a hip, cool leather jacket when I saw him at the weekend. Uh, do you know that? Look, I looked at that picture and I thought, <laughs> "That's like a biker jacket." That is. <laughs> it is like a biker. <laughs> it's it's very cool. It's what Matt Spooner's jacket aspires to be, but it's made of leather rather than vinyl. Sheep. <laughs> Sheepskin. <laughs> Oh, I uh, was, I was, see, you joke about sheepskin jackets. I always wanted a sheepskin jacket. You wanted a sheepskin jacket? A sheepskin jacket. You've been drinking again. Have you been on the gin again? I you know, it's been a year I've been teetotal. A year? No, you haven't. I we've have. had a, we had a drink. We've had, we've drunk what? last year. Where? Um, somewhere we drank. No. I even. When we went out to the pub, I had Diet Coke. I'm sure we drank somewhere last year. Uh-uh. I have not. Not a beer has passed my lips. Mm-hmm. What, not even at the festive season? No. Was that a good thing or a bad thing? You just, just like, you, that's a self-control thing, that that's is. just you, a thing. Because if you start drinking and... Go over that red line, you turn into a monster, don't you? A stupid prat. <laughs> <laughs> Even more loudmouth and obnoxious than normal. So, hey. so what? Have, well, anyway, it's a new year. It is a new have... year, a new dawn, a new hope, as the other day's episode said. That was a rubbish film. Do you know where I'm going tomorrow? And I'm looking forward to it. Where are we going? I'm going to see The Hateful Eight. See, I haven't got anyone to go and see The Hateful Eight with. And I hate going to the movies on my own. So I'm really quite jealous that you're going to see The Hateful Eight. There's a gap in the market there. What? For adapting blow-up dolls into (laughs) cinema buddies. (laughs) This is a new business idea I think we need to work on. In fact, it could be, it could go anywhere, this, couldn't it? It could be like, <laughs> well, friends. generally when we record, <laughs> it goes anywhere, yes. Generally, when you have a blow up doll, it can go anywhere, yeah. <laughs> we could have, I wouldn't who, know. <laughs> people who have friends, who not, you know, don't make friends easily. Forget <laughs> the internet and social media. Get one of these. A Conrad. We could call it the Conrad. With a Z at the end. <laughs> oh dear, I've missed you, dear boy. And we can have, you know, those little machines that say the voices. You know, like well, like Mr. T. Yeah, like Mr. T. We can, <laughs> and him. We can have minion voices. Ah, <laughs> uh, perhaps not. I wonder who didn't. Oh, could you imagine going up on the uh, get on the, on the dragons? Asking for investment for this. You know, yeah, no, I've, I've come to the conclusion we shouldn't talk about our ideas for things, though. <laughs> oh, okay. Online. Because we talk about our ideas for things, <laughs> and then <laughs> someone <laughs> steals them. Well, I don't know if they stole them or not. Well, I seriously doubt they stole them, to be honest. It was... Uh, a tad depressing. It was... Um, so, part of me was like, Oh, that's really cool because we've got figures that can be used in the game. And part of me was, is this going to be a game? 
And part of me was, they've stolen the idea. And part of me was, well, it's still different. Yeah, that's where I ended up. So It was different, and everyone that I talked to about the concept and the mechanisms that we have in ours... Um, so it's your fault? Like it. You've been talking about it. No, this was yesterday. I was talking in the weekend. Okay. But probably... It, most things are my fault, it appears. No, no, it's not true. Well, I am married, so... <laughs> What's that got to do with it? Well... Oh, I see. <laughs> Isn't everything your fault? I thought you were going to say, you're talking to the missus, and she said, no, oh, see, David Bar- Barry's died. Yeah, sorry, that was my fault. See? You just get blamed for everything. Then. Yeah, of course I do. I'm married. <laughs> yes, I know that. I know that feeling well, even though I'm not married. Even though you're not, you might as well be. Yeah, I like to keep this illusion up that I'm still available. Though, <laughs> that you're still available? Oh, shit, <laughs> <laughs> if so, if one of the people on your list come along, then you're still available. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, we we all know. It's Hold on, I think the doorbell's going. It's Jennifer. Which Jennifer? Jennifer Lawrence. You see, it's like it's almost as if you predicted that would happen. No, it's not. It's nobody. That's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, we're talking about, yes, the, the, the idea is good. We just need to yes. get on with it. We do. And, you know, hopefully in a couple of months we can let people see what we've been working on. Because mm. I think it's pretty good, to be honest. But then you always, you, always, you always think that the things that you're working on are pretty good. Yes, exactly right. Well, I think I, I find myself being quite critical of stuff that I do. Yeah. That's anything I do, but that's just my personality trait. I suppose it's not until other people sort of say, "Ah, oh, well done," and then a couple of years go by, and I think, "Oh, perhaps it was okay." Perhaps it was alright. <laughs> it's hard work working well, with you. But apart from that, New Year, new hobby resolutions. Yeah, new new hobby. So, how did you get on with last year's? I did really well. No, you didn't. That's a complete lie. I did well. No, you I, didn't. I, I found in a whole load of extra. You made up extra resolutions I, I so that it looked like you'd done well. I didn't make them up. I did those things. Yeah, but they weren't resolutions. I know, but they, these are extra things, so they have to be factored in. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, it's it's cool. You know, that's why we did the whole review of the quarter and make. You have to rejig stuff, and then there's like it's like you know your typical accounting. You found you know there's a bit of a miscalculation, so you do a bit of creative accounting and make it the books balance a bit better. Are you working for the government or something? <laughs> no, I wish I was because <laughs> then I'd have a job. <laughs> so yeah, if anyone's got a job for Conrad, please give him a job. Please. Yes, please. Thank you. Because then we don't have to talk to each other so much. Oh. All right, then. No, no. We can still do that. Nice. I'm going to play you. Where are you going to play me? Small games on... That was uh, the episode 292. 292? Oh, A New Hope. Yeah. 
New Hope, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's how we got started on talking about movies, because you were saying that Star Wars was rubbish. Yes, but that's for another time, isn't it? It is. Right, so, hobby resolutions. We'll just skip over the ones you did last year. There's no point in rehashing them. And, frankly, we record last week, we recorded Butterfly Gamers, and we had a big lengthy discussion about your um, last year's hobby resolutions. My achievements. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right, achievements is fine. <laughs> and, you know, when that comes out, people can listen to that if they're interested. So, <laughs> That's, that sounded so... That's such a good sell, that was. If they're interested. Well, I was more of thinking. Course. I was more thinking. Will it actually ever come out? Well, this is true. Yeah, this is true. It could will the be, audio ever get released? It could be the last episode. Well, if it doesn't come out, then I will just hack it to pieces and I'll use it as Fool's Daily episodes. <laughs> Fool's Daily. See, it's it's sort of postmodernistic now. It's a postmodernistic, ironic take on the concept of a daily thing. We should just call it Fools. We Fools D. Fools D. There you go. Fool's D. Yeah. That's a bit hip and happening. Well, that's it. It's 2016. We've got to go with the, the times and the... You hear me clicking? I click can hear you clicking. I thought that it's was actually just, my joint. I, I was going to say, I, I thought I'm that was just a bit of knees. Touching my toes. <laughs> so, what are you doing for 2016? I, I have no set plans at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some of that is down to the fact that I'm not working. I'm, I'm feeling quite... Um, lethargic about doing stuff. I haven't done any hobby, proper hobby for two months. Okay. Um, though that's never, last that's week, good. no, it's not. It's not. Every time I sort of do that, the, the sort of brain goes, well, you shouldn't really be doing this. You've been looking for jobs or you should be doing some chores or, or, uh, walking the dogs or whatever. Anyway, so I have, well, it's been so this block. Hobby is a good release. For it all those sh- tensions. It should be. It should be. Um, and I've got to try changing the way I think to allow me to do that. Even if, and I think what it be, what it will be like is going to the gym again or something, starting up exercise again, trying to do a little bit and getting little back bit. on the, Take a little bit. <laughs> getting back on the treadmill. So to that end, I spent three days cleaning my desk and paint table last week because mm. I because I didn't do it in one big hit. I did it over a period of time. I was going to say if it took you three days to clean it consistently, then your paint desk was even messier than mine, and I didn't think that was literally. It's possible. also my build desk, you know, like the the desk with the PC on. Yeah. So, so that's relatively clean as well, and I had to. Uh, I start projects, and I've seen your desk. Your desk is. Was like mine. It's, mine was like yours, you know. What a complete and utter nothing. It's like a bombshell, yeah. It's like you sort of mad scientist. Oh, I'll let these bits, oh, these bits start doing things, doing things, doing. Ah, uh, well, something over there, shiny. Mm, let's have a look at that. Oh, yeah. start doing this now. Start doing, what's this bit? I don't know. Oh, it was there before. I'll just leave it there. And then eons pass. And dust accumulates, and you sort of look, you're looking at these things, oh, I remember that. So I've actually sorted stuff out, I've put sprues away in boxes, so Malifaux stuff that was there, Relic Knight stuff, whatever, it's it's gone away. And my hope is 
to build something, leave it on the desk for no longer than a day. Right. That, that equipment, you know, the cutting mat and everything like that, and put it away and use the desk for what it's meant to be, a desk. Um, Blimey, that's an ambition all on its own. I know. <laughs> so tools have gone away as well. So they're not always lying out, but I know where they are. So that was that was like a little bit of order. I have a build queue, which I'm just completely ignoring at the moment. <laughs> so what was in your build queue? Oh dear, it's got. Oh, I can't even reach there. The the, the headphones don't go that far. <laughs> um, but it's you know like Keris Relic Knights. Uh, as I was cleaning the desk, I found those lovely figures for Ogam. Oh, yeah. uh, that I bought, and I thought, oh, those were so nice. I really need to build those. Um, I played Epic last week and um, decided that I needed to, tr- to try out some land speeders, so I pulled some land speeders out of the garage. That, that was quite heavy work, they are, because they're not as light as they are. Um, so I've got to try and build some of those. Um, I think but yeah, of, I think that's one of the... F- the marine models I don't have is land speeders. I might have some spare ones for you. But it's a unit of five, though, you know. That's, um, it's not a four or a six. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's very strange. But I actually tried um, an, uh, a di- essentially what is a deep strike marine force last week. Oh, okay. Then the game, the game, the game was playing? pretty... I was playing Nigel. Uh, the game was pretty invalid because I used the battle barge which does uh, an orbital three large template orbital bombardment. Yeah, yeah. It has this rule called slow and steady. Yes. Uh, but it has this rule called slow and steady on the reference sheet, but not in the codex entry. Okay. Uh, so I didn't know what that meant. But that, it means it's in that... It's the rule you, book, isn't it? Is it? I think so, yeah, because the... Or, I'm sure that the orc ships have it. I couldn't find it. I did a search um, in the PDF version I have. I thought, the, oh, I thought the orc ships had slow and steady. Maybe not. Go. It means they can't bombard till turn three, which meant that my turn one orbital bombardment that I performed against the mighty squats was kind of moot because it should never have really happen. So you cheated, basically. Basically, I lost anyway, so it oh, doesn't right. matter. You lost but, to Nigel? Yeah, I lost lose to Nigel quite regularly. Do you? Yeah. You're a bit rubbish, aren't you? Well, yeah. <laughs> but I was making lots of, like... Were you going... <laughs> well, that's right, then. And these drop pods are coming... <laughs> that's it, opening, and then deploy troops. <laughs> and drop pod two... Bright and so on. Excellent. Terminate. Well, that's, that's what you need. Well, this is it. Anyway, where was I? You were, you were getting carried away with Epic. So you were telling us about your build. Still there? Yeah. Where are you? What happened? What have you done? Hello? Yes? What have you done? There? Yes! Uh, I 
I'm walking around and doing hand movements, and I pull the mic out of the USB slots. You prat. <laughs> I thought it was quite funny. It went dead, and I thought, where's my gone? <sighs> Did you manage to fill the dead space okay? Yeah, by going, yeah, I'm here, I can hear you. <laughs> as, as you picked me up from the camera mic. Yes. Anyway, we're running, the club's running a Guild Ball event at the end of Jan. Oh, okay. So, I have finished building my little rowboat, which is partly made out of MDF, and then you make the sides out of cardboard or plastic card. Right. It's a little kit off... I can't remember where it is. Um, But I started to make the base over the weekend, but I've just done a little bit here and there, so it's it's slowly working, getting me back into it. Okay. Um, and then the enthusiasm of the gaming, yep. the games that I'm playing, you know, the World War Two, the Bolt Action, the Iron Cross from Great Escape Games, and uh, the Guild Ball to a certain extent, but definitely the Epic, um, is making me want to airbrush some stuff, you know, whether it be terrain or... And and just get some stuff, get some paint on stuff quickly with some wash and dry brushes. But, you know, making, doing something that that can be done very, very quickly. Very nice. Um, So that will happen at some point over this week, I think. Uh, And I think generally I just want to support the games that I'm playing. So... You you were talking about games of the month, yep. you and Matt, which we discuss to great length in the uh, Butterfly yes. Gamers yes. episode, whichever which which may come out. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm kind of doing that, but in, I'm trying to support the stuff that I'm either going to be looking forward to. So, for the for instance, this Gilball event, I want to play in it. All right. But also current games that I'm playing. So the current flavors current game flavour for me at the moment is is probably very much Iron Cross um, or definitely World War 2 Wargaming I've sort of been toying with ideas of how to quickly paint 28mm stuff um, and Spoons is going for this big huge gazillion really? yeah 366 minutes yeah so I'm I find myself wanting to paint things quickly rather than Spending a load of time on stuff other than something like the Keris crew, if we end up playing each, playing together again this year. Yeah. Um, I haven't even done a SmogCon entry. I, my, I had hoped to do a SmogCon entry, uh, for this year's P3 painting awards, but nope, not, not done anything. Are you going to? <sighs> For each day that I sort of um and are about it is one less day to do it in. Yeah. I have an idea. It will be a single figure and it will be a caster. But I I don't know. Is I don't know if I'm, I can be asked to is, is what it boils down to, you know? Oh, okay. Well, that's fair enough. I mean, you've got a lot, you have got a lot going on. I mean, it doesn't, you know... 
Oh, yes. In real life stuff. Yes, yes. So, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I mean, it's not... Not think, end of world. I think the big thing is that I'm still enjoying, very much enjoying the gaming. Well, that's good. Uh, and, you know, being in the situation that's, that I'm in with everything else going on around me, I suppose it'd be very easy for me to sort of say, well, actually, I, I can't be arsed with doing any of this anymore. Yeah. Um, but gaming has definitely been a big thing for me last year. Um, I would like... To, the hobby to be as much as much a part of it as it could have it could be sort of thing you know right okay so what is it so what give us a quick rundown on iron cross then because you know i hate world war 2 games <laughs> <coughs> all right iron cross is a very very simple rule system right for a start so the rule book is 32 pages Okay. So, relatively short. Um, it has the concept of command tokens. Right. Uh, so, so, explain within, them. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. What, what I'll do is they've put in some points. They've put in four lists at the end. Uh, okay. So that, so that you can sort of, for those of you who just don't want to throw stuff on the table... And he used to point, traditionally we're just used to pointing stuff up in some way, shape or form, you know, even, even if it's just like you get one wizard and I get one wizard. That's yeah. essentially, essentially still pseudo pointing stuff up. So you point stuff up. So for every unit that you have on the board, yeah. that, that unit gets a command token or is, a, is allowed a command token. Okay. Uh, and then you have an overall commander of your force. Right. And he gives you an additional two command tokens. Okay. So, so you have it. So, I, I mean, I, I really know nothing about it, but that instantly sounds um, saga-esque to me. It has flavours of saga and it has flavours of bolt action. So bolt action has this concept of pulling dice out of uh, yep. the bag, essentially. So you use these, you have a pile of command tokens and basically you roll off for initiative uh, and you have choice of who goes first based on that. Uh, there's scenarios in the game in the rule book as well. Um, if you want to play those. So you, I win initiative. So I decide to go first. I use a command token to give a unit, um, essentially a command, which allows it to do two things. It can move and shoot, shoot and move or shoot and stay stationary and, um, However, I declare my action, Yeah. put the command token down. My opponent then says, well, actually, I'd like to react to what you're doing, so I'm going to use a command token of my own to activate this unit here who's going to do something. Now, right, okay. he, he might want to do something against the unit that you've uh, given a command to, or he might... Might pick on something else. Yeah, he might be trying to get somewhere, trying to get to a particular place, you know, to get some pos- positional... Uh, advantage over you. Uh, he has to make a dice roll to do that, though, because reacting in the battlefield is not automatic. Okay. So D- that is on D- a, D10s, D20s. It uses D10s and D6s. Okay. So for your straight up command rolls, it uses a D6. For the combat, actually, forget combat. For the shooting, 
you use D10s. Okay. So three up allows him to react. Uh, if that unit already has a command token on it, it needs one more. Right, okay. So, so it's dependent on the number of command tokens on it. If that, Then there's also this concept of morale as well, So, um, which is pseudo-kings of war, pseudo-wounds type thing. Right. Um, units have a morale value. Okay. Uh, so a single, and normally an infantry detachment has a morale value of something like five. Uh, if you take five morale, if you take more than your morale value, that unit's taken off the board. Alright, so it's like a break point or? Yes, yeah. It's, it's essentially a wound track, pseudo wound tracker. Yeah. But that morale, the, the number of morale markers that you take, which you can take when you come under fire, also, um, are negatives to any Command roles that you make. Right. So, you so yeah. If you're okay, so that's very epic esque. Yes, it does have that kind of feel as well. Um, okay. Well, I, I already see why it appeals to you. Then you can use um, something called a company command test. You basically use a command to give a company command, make a command, company command test. Roll a dice on a one to two, nothing happens. On a three to five, you can remove one morale marker off any unit. Right. Uh, and on a six, you can remove all of them off one unit. So you can reduce, uh, equating it to epic, the blast markers. It's like the rallying phase to a certain extent. Okay. But uh, again, you can use this at any time and you can use it as a reaction to somebody who's shooting at you as well. Right. Okay. Um, but it's very, very simple. And then the whole uh, shooting is all done on D10s. Uh, movement's very, very simple. You know, it's, it, there's only five classes of units as such, infantry, uh, support squads, light, medium, and heavy vehicles. Right. Um, is it designed for 28 mil? You can use any scale with it. This, I think this is one of the... I use my, I'm using my currently using my Flames of War 15 mil stuff, which I haven't used for two or three years. Right. Um, there's no concept of ranges. Okay, if you can see it, you can hit it. Yeah, pretty much, unless you are closer. Um, if you're within 12 inches or something, you you get some bonuses for being close. Okay. Uh, when you shoot at infantry. You roll two dice. Everything else, apart from machine guns, roll ones, one d10 okay. to hit. So there's a lot of dice rolling, and I was sort of thinking about it, because I've had three games of this system now, and okay. enjoyed it every time. Um, and I was trying to think, well, you know, we're trying to roll eights at the moment on a d10. That's quite hard. And I was thinking back to my Flames of War days of dug-in infantry, but it had a slightly different feel to it, you know? Right. Still, I still felt as though I was doing something and or trying to achieve something. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, essentially that, that is it. There, there, there are sort of s- specific rules for types of units, like, you know, your recce scout cars and mortars and flamethrowers, but that just, they're just specific to those particular types, you know, you might, you might be able to put more morale markers down on a unit from okay. a hit from a, an MG or a mortar. 
uh, as opposed to one. Um, so you, when you roll your, your to hit roll, uh, you roll a, a casualty roll, which may, if you hit somebody, they put you get a morale marker on that unit, right? right? And, and then there's like a casualty roll, which is uh, essentially a way of putting another morale marker on it. So and that, and that casualty roll is adjusted for whether you're in cover or soft cover or hard cover. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's it. Uh, the, the scenarios uh, have got all the normal sort of things that you'd see, you know, reserves, objectives, hidden movement. Um, there's smoke in there. There's there's no real aircraft at all in this at all. Right. So so there's no sort of air support there. I see one of the scenarios or some of the scenarios have something about um, a preliminary bombardment. So clearly they, you know. It, but this is all about sort of the flavour and the, the eye candy and the situations that you're sort of putting yourself into, you know, yeah. which probably comes straight from films and history, as it were. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's a really, really nice little rule set. Uh, and it's, it was 12 quid. Oh, wow. 12 quid. If you want to buy tokens for it, you can do. They come from foreground via uh, dice Dice Bag Annie's shop and Great Escape Games or wherever. Nice. Um, but it's not a lot of investment for something that I'm getting a huge amount of fun out of. Sounds really good. Yeah. And I can do the... The, the, the tanks moving along. And we get to put smoke out. And the stuff gets blown up. Yeah. That's very good. I'm I'm very surprised that you're still awake as well. Mildly no, I like I like listening to about other systems. I, I just have you know I have no interest in playing. It. I mean, it, <laughs> I would I would love to talk to someone about Napoleonics. Go talk to Eddie McWalter. I could do. I mean, you know, because I'm sure that they're fascinating. They don't fascinate me because I'm just not interested in that sort of thing. But you know, the people who like Napoleonics probably aren't interested in, you know. Uh, Dragon Rampant or something like that. Or Octo Monkey. Or Octo Monkey. Must find a game for Octo Monkey. Actually, I have come up with one. Well, AITC will. Uh, you can use Octo Monkey. Yes, you can. But also, I have found a published game for him as well. <laughs> um, is it the futuristic one? No, no, it's because to... you could you use that in the post-apocalyptic. You could, you could, but I'm also going to use it in um, in Her Majesty's name. Yeah, it would work there. Yeah, yeah because the war band that I'm working on at the moment, or the company as they're called in that, is um, all robots. Um, Eric Lang, my. Um, Why does that name sound familiar? Oh, because it's taken from Fritz Lang. Who was the director of Metropolis? Yeah, okay. So Eric Lang is his half brother. Um, <laughs> no, is um, so he's my main protagonist, um, and he's all about robots. And then there's going to be a cousin or something who has gone down the biologic route, right? So you know, so I've got Octo Monkey and various other shambling abominations and stuff, and then I'll have two warbands, one very much clinical robots thing and others 
biological monstrosities and you know they're always at, at the family christmas dinner it's always my way's better no my way's better no my way's better <laughs> sounds like the um hoffman family christmas yes <laughs> to a certain extent yes so that's uh, you know that's it well it was very interesting well, it turned from, no, turned from nothing into something, didn't it? And yeah. probably went on a, a good... Half hour or so. <laughs> and we're back. Ish. Yeah. That was very nice. Was that my boat that I just showed you? You just showed me a boat. Where from archaeotech.co.uk, yeah. A rowing boat. I could have made you one of those. I know. I don't like to presume, though, you know. Yeah. So I could have made you one. I'm making it's Victorian buildings at the moment. It's 55, 54 millimetres long, that is. It's very tiny. Oh, that's very small. I could definitely have made you one of those. <laughs> See those little hooks for the oars? They are uh, they're about two mil wide. It's almost like Yanlo's beard. And on that note... Are you going to go? On the note of Yanlo's beard. Right, I should go back to my Victorian buildings. I might play a bit of the ukulele. There you go, that was it. I've got an idea for a future show now. Have you? Yeah. Right, well, anyway. Until that future show, I've been Mike. And I have been Conrad. Again. And um, we were celebrities of some sort once in one lifetime or the other before. But to be fair, we've been celebrities before and then gone away and then came back and then gone away and then came back. Mm. Who else has done that? I don't know. The Chuckle Brothers? Chuckle Vision, Chuckle Chuckle Vision. Were they always there? They were always there. The Crankies? No, they've gone. <laughs> They're never the coming back. Oh, isn't, the aren't they dead? They should be gone. <laughs> isn't she dead? No, she's still alive. Oh, is she? Yes, I believe so. Anyway, we're going. Yeah, so, goodbye. Bye-bye. You can contact Fools Daily on Twitter. We're at Fools Underbar Daily. Or via email, foolsdaily at outlook.com. 